0: Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hello, everyone. This is Catherine. Kristen will not be joining me today as we are doing something a little different. And we will be featuring a company that is making a difference during this crazy coronavirus time. Um, we typically like our podcast to be evergreen, but we are all under quarantine. So I think we're going to remember this for years to come anyway. And what better way to use a podcast than to deliver some good news. And today we will be speaking to founder of AntFlow, Claire Coder. So Claire Coder... It's so good to hear from you. Oh. Have you been busy? <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs>
1: yes, we've been very, very busy
0: over here. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to basically start and kind of give people a little bit of background. Um, so this is Claire Coder. You will probably know her from her famous business called Aunt Flo. I will let her explain that first. So um, Claire, why don't you tell everyone about Aunt Flo first? Yeah, so
1: I... Started Aunt Flow after getting my period in public without the supplies I needed. And as I was rummaging through my bag for a quarter to use a coin operated machine, I thought, you know, if toilet paper is offered in public bathrooms, why aren't tampons and pads? So at Aunt Flow, we designed and developed a unique way for businesses and schools to be able to offer freely accessible menstrual products in their bathrooms, replacing those archaic coin operated dispensers with our pre patent-pending tampon and patent dispenser. So that's
0: what we do. Oh my God, patent-pending. You are the coolest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
0: you're going to have a patent. That's so cool. All right. So uh, the coronavirus has kind of thrown you a curveball a little bit uh, because a lot of people are not out and about. And also I'm going to assume, and I will let you speak to this more, you felt like you could do more. So- Let's talk about where you are today.
1: Right. Um, so as you mentioned, Catherine, uh, because we stock businesses and schools with tampons and pads in their bathrooms, all the schools closed and all of the businesses went remote. Um, and we stock everything from Google North America to Princeton University. And so we were really in a position where we were staring down uh, this massive this massive situation of not Uh, for seeing a path to revenue in the near and immediate future due to this virus. Um, And I am thankful. uh, uh, In February, we raised our uh, seed-plus round of $1.2 million. Oh, my goodness. Uh, So we had the option. Yeah, I'm very grateful. Um, And and that's, like, one of those things where we worked so hard that we got lucky that we raised money before this all happened and VCs weren't as, um, you know amenable to raising additional rounds. Um, And so we had the option, which I'm grateful that we had the option to um, wait it out and, um, you know, live with the money that we had. But what I learned in softball is it's better to go out (laughs) swinging than to go out looking. Uh,
0: I love that. I love that. I, I'm, I've watched baseball enough. I'm sure that it's probably come up. I, I have heard the term go out swinging. Um, so But, yeah, applying to business, I kind of like that, though. Because um, I think you're, you're just doing such awesome things. I'm so proud of you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. So, so, yes, when all of the businesses started, started shutting down and schools started closing, um, we looked at the resources that we had available. And we're known for manufacturing Class 2 medical devices and FDA-registered products, pads, and um, with that, we actually decided to retool our pad machines to start manufacturing FDA-approved three-ply medical surgical masks, and, was um, it, and we made
0: that Was that a big undertaking,
1: though? Oh, my God, Catherine, we wired all of the money in our bank account to make this happen, um, and when I say, like, go out swinging, we literally swung for the fence <laughs> and we're like, we're going all in. Uh, and my team didn't know this, but at the time we had, you know, a week to make the money back before the next payroll uh, cycle hit. Um, so we had one week to make sure that, you know, we, it, it worked. Um, and, and thankfully, we were able to reconfigure our machines. We hit capacity at the warehouses that we were manufacturing, and so we started to Oh my goodness. Um, find additional suppliers, and now we're the vendor for Veterans Affairs, the state of Michigan, of course, all of our standard customers that are now planning for back-to-office and need masks. And in addition to that, we've started to actually roll out our sister company, um, Sister to Aunt Flow. We have Workflow, which is all of your uh, products that you need to keep things flowing at the office. So oh my Lord. that's what we do over the past five weeks.
0: just a few things just a few things so everything under workflow love that name too by the way um that is that still all the the ppe products or is it more than that
1: so we were actually planning to roll out workflow at the end of this year um and there were it was going to be a variety of additional uh products that facilities managers would appreciate we've been asked by many facility managers for um you know better toilet paper or um, easier access to other facilities' products. So right nice. now, the, the initial products are general PPE, so um, 80% alcohol so that people can have sanitizers on their desk. Um, disposable and reusable masks. We've also queued up uh, personalized reusable masks. And so, it's really an arsenal of these newer products that facilities managers are starting to procure. And that's what's currently under our workflow
0: umbrella. Oh, my goodness. That is like such a huge pivot. I mean, that is just so incredibly cool. And the best part of that is you are, uh, you thought you were helping people before, but this is like even helping so many more people in a sometimes a life or death sort of situation. So, I mean, wow. Wow, I think you're all kind of looking for a little something to do. And um, yeah, you definitely swung for the fences on that one. And it it sounds like that you um, hit a home run if we can keep sticking with our our baseball softball analogies. (laughs) Um, um, Let me ask this. So all right. So you're running this awesome business. Um, Would you have any advice to give to business owners now that are kind of going through this crisis either about how they should be running it now or starting to bring people back?
1: this is the perfect opportunity for founders and entrepreneurs to flex their muscles of going through hardship. Um, as founders, we've gone through so much bullshit already. Um, but now is the time that we need to create uh, unique innovations and recognize that there is going to be a new normal. Things are not mm-hmm. going to go back to the way they were and we have to innovate immediately or else you're going to become obsolete. Um, We cannot wait for things to go back to the way they were. And I think my biggest suggestion would be call your biggest customers, listen to them, understand their needs, and understand what resources you have as a business owner to meet their needs. Uh, And that's that's how we were able to adjust to the situation. Um, And that would be my challenge to our other founders.
0: I think that's that's really good. Um, And I I definitely think that uh, some of the points that you made were just so incredibly valid because I too don't think there's going to be, an, a, a, a we're not going back to normal. It's how to adjust to the new normal and how do your customers wish to be served in this insu- new sort of normal and how do you keep your employees busy and productive also in this new normal because it it's not gonna you can't turn a switch on this one we're gonna have to kind of wait it out and I am probably the one of of the most impatient people out there (laughs) so this is Uh (laughs) but but you know what though I mean because of some of the things that we had done it it's working so I don't I don't have to be you know losing my mind over it you know we're still I still feel like we're moving forward and it sounds like you're just kind of running forward which is so cool to hear um is there a business out there right now that's kind of impressing you as far as what you're doing? I mean, obviously you are, are my company that I am most impressed with or wait, I had to get it backwards. My, I'm so impressed by your company. I'll just say it that way. Um, but has, has there other um, businesses out there that you have been incredibly impressed with and how they're handling a the crisis, yeah. how they're handling a the crisis, I guess we'll just stick with that.
1: Right. Well, um, another Columbus based woman owned company is point. Um, and, They are a volunteer app um, to help organizations find volunteer opportunities and also individuals find volunteer opportunities. And now, of course, people are practicing social distancing, not as focused on going out to volunteer. And so they have adjusted their app to um, allow people to give back in different ways. So we actually partnered with them to do a 100,000 mask campaign. And so whenever someone donates money to purchase masks, Uh, flow or workflow our company is matching all of the donations Uh, but what i loved about point and their focus was, hey we recognize you might not feel comfortable going out and volunteering here are a few other ways that you can make an impact in these wild times so i i respected their their adjustments um and in making things happen
0: very very cool very cool um so, now, with this new normal that we have, what does uh, a typical day look like for you?
1: <laughs> no sleep
0: <laughs> is Is that sure oh, how much sleep I, are you getting?
1: Well, you know, so we do um part of our manufacturing in Asia and they have a twelve hour
0: time difference, and so I'm <gasps> our Oh, my goodness. So
1: work day. And then I go back online and, at night to make sure that all of our production is sound um, and our quality checks are in place, etc. Um, so, you know, the, I always say like people can adjust to the situation. It's just, what are you willing to give up to mm-hmm. make it happen? Mm-hmm. Me, it was giving up my sleep time. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I think that that's really important to remember. None of this has come easy um, I spent seven days trying to like with two to three hours a night of, of dedicated sleep time. Um, and I made that decision that I was going to do that because we are going all in on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm hopeful that we did because time is of the essence and people need this PPE. But um, so, so now my, my general days, I, uh, I sleep a little bit more now, but uh, general days are responding to people and what they need uh, answering questions, supporting the team, finding new products, sourcing new things, um, you know, all of the general craziness that a founder endures.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, that. I've, although I'm finding that I, because I don't have to drive anywhere, I'm actually getting probably a little more sleep than I used to be able to. Um, but that's probably long overdue because much like, you know, starting a business, as you know, it is whatever it takes to get it done, and my philosophy was always, you know, I I'll work now because I can sleep later, sort of thing. And yep. um, I, I I guess I'm at the point in my career, I guess now, where I'm actually allowed to have a little bit of sleep. But I also have a you know a phenomenal team too that helps that make that happen. But yeah, just that little bit of job shifting of, of the you know the start day is like I said, it's it's not a lot more, but for me it, it's like a gift. I would have to say, <laughs> um. Let me ask you this, too, because, you know, everybody is trying to be so inspirational and, you know, have these quotes they want to share with people. Is there like some sort of motivational quote that you could share that you have that um, you think might help people, you know, just get up and face that day and keep going? Ooh, um you know, I, I I like to
1: just think about the small steps um in one of the on flow mantras is changing the world one cycle at a time oh i love um, that right now, yeah right now i've been thinking you know i see a lot of information about large-scale impact and how do you do all of these large things and i think what's important to remember is every small little impact every single cycle you can do one small thing whether it be It's using chalk that you found in your garage and writing messages on the sidewalk and and encouraging other people to read them and see that as they go on their walks outside. Like, Even those small things are creating an impact. You don't have to raise a million dollars or do all these grand gestures. Um, Of course that's lovely, but I think right now look at the resources that you have and focus on changing the world one cycle at a time.
0: I absolutely cannot agree with that anymore because I, that's one of the things that I like to tell people too. It's like your, your one thing that you do might just be getting out of bed that day and it might be just, you know, feeding your dog or whatever. And if that's all you can do, then that's really all you can do. Um, and, and leave some of the heavy lifting to the people that are pretty much ready to go ahead and do that. So, um, yeah, if it, all you can do is, you know, get a message out on the sidewalk that day, you know, I think that's, that's fantastic. Is there, um, since we talk about quotes, what about song? Do you have a song that kind of gets you going, gets you motivated?
1: Uh, Yeah, Everything (laughs) by Macklemore. I am a huge Macklemore fan, and there is a song called Glorious. Um, It was actually in a Super Bowl commercial, so it's pretty popular. Uh, But I think it's just a good reminder that uh, each day can be glorious, and uh, it is the small things
0: that can make it uh, magnificent oh I love that song too but yes that's a really good one that is a really good one and I'm finding too you know you know as you know we're really involved with the arts and things like that that finding you know music and dance and uh, plays and even you know good Netflix shows just to have that little bit of escape that little bit of, of escape into the arts can sometimes just be the game changer for the day to kind of get you through and just say you know what that made me laugh or that made me feel good and um now I'm gonna go and tackle something that's hard.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Um my last question for you is once this is all over, and it will be, remember this everyone, it will be over. Um, and we'll get to talk about this to our grandchildren. And <laughs> it'll be it it far by far is a better story than the snow the blizzard of 1978, by the way. Um, <laughs> we could talk about. We were trapped in our homes for months, and we had to fight for toilet paper. Um. So, once this is it all over, what is the um, first place you would want to visit?
1: Oh, I.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that you squealed.
1: <laughs> as Dorothy as it sounds, I'm really excited to just bring our team back together in the oh, office. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like
0: real high fives like i'm so excited for that oh that's so and that's such a small ask it really is i'm thinking of like I, I, i'm never never going to take another high five for granted <laughs> that's right high five everyone high five not don't let not. no one's gonna be left hanging that's so funny exactly <laughs> Well, I cannot tell you how much we appreciate you spending some time with us because I know you are incredibly, incredibly busy. And I always use you as the defining example when people start dissing millennials and say, you know what? You don't know Claire. And there's plenty of other people that are in your age group that are just doing the most wonderful things. And it's it's so um, awesome to not only just know you, but to know that you're out there fighting for everybody out there and, and really trying to make a difference in the a way that you can. And I, th- and again, I think that's really all we can really kind of ask of everybody. And even it's as simple as, you know, today I'm going to wear a mask today and people please do. I'm not joking. Um, cause I'll be really upset with you. Cause I would like this to be over, <laughs> you know, so everybody just got to chip in, do your little bit. And if you're a person like Claire with the energy and, and the enthusiasm, um, can probably squeeze out just a little bit more to, to help humanity. So thank you for everything that you're doing. And thank you for talking with us today. Uh, no, you are. No, you're awesome. <laughs>
1: Snapchat, <I> love it.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau. We hope that you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at portfoliocreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to send us an email at questions at portfoliocreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.